Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the unique strategist, and in this video, you're going to learn the July 2022 market update. And folks, there is a lot of interesting things going on here in the market. It is really weird market while inventory is still low. We're seeing prices still going up, but yet inventory creeping up, although it's still low. Interest rates going up, although they've peaked in June. Now we're back down in the fives. And the main headline here is that 5.9% decrease in sales year over year. And the president and the two head guys for the National Association of Realtors and the National Association of Home Builders have officially declared we're in a housing recession. So that's the first thing. Number two is that for six straight months, we've had a decline in prices in single family residents. So houses have declined for six straight months, ladies and gentlemen. That is Another sign of why these guys decided that it was we were in a housing recession. Again, 5.9 decrease in sales year over year. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an important data. This clearly tells us that the market has flipped. We've gone from a seller's market to a buyer's market. And I've been talking about this since February, the end of February, on this podcast, on my meetups, everywhere I've been to. Since February, I've been talking about this because I've been watching the trend and I've been seeing the inventory numbers go up, not necessarily prices going down, but simple simple economics, ladies and gentlemen. Inventory goes up, prices have to come down. The other thing is 16% of contract cancellation rate in July, meaning that every 10 houses that go on the contract, 1.6 of them, 16%, almost two of them, are canceling. Now, there's many reasons why people cancel their contracts. Some is because of financing. I think many are canceling because of everything that's going on. They're getting informed of what's happening in the market and that the market is shifting and that if they wait longer, that the they might be able to buy the same house at a cheaper price. And I believe that that's impacting what is happening. I, for one, personally, in our business, we had three cancellations in the last 30 days, we had one that we actually wind up keeping the buyer's escrow deposit because when you're on the contract, you cannot just back out of the deal. You have to have, it's got to be, you can't get financing or it's got to be a viable reason, not just because you want to back out. The particular person that I'm talking about backed out of the deal. So I'm experiencing this, this contract cancellation thing as a flipper, right? 30% of all houses for sale saw a price reduction in June, ladies and gentlemen. 30% of all the houses on the market saw a price reduction in June. Interest rate hike by the feds in August, another 75 basis points. So again, interest rates are pushing up. Please understand, ladies and gentlemen, that what dictates a 30-year mortgage is not necessarily what the feds do, but what the 10-year treasury does on a daily basis. So if you want to keep an eye on what's happening with, if you're trying to buy a house and you're looking to know 
what interest rates are on that day or your broker is telling you interest rates went up. All you have to do is look up online the 10-year treasury bond for that day. And indeed, that will tell you if it's trended up or trended down. And or that's a way for you, if you're looking to buy a house, to keep an eye on when to lock in that rate. Because oftentimes when people are buying houses, they're buying a house and they just kind of take the the word of the broker as to what is happening with interest rates or lock it in now or don't lock it in now. But I just gave you the tools for you can go ahead and do it yourself and make your own decisions on that. The average, and then and here's some interesting, interesting data, right, that just came out from the National Association of Realtors. The average first-time home buyer is 33 years old, okay, has a household income of $86,000 for all of you investors out there. They spend $250,000 on a house purchase. So you're probably wondering, what the heck is 250000 In my market, 250000 buys you nothing. However, I've been talking about this for a while now, about playing in the affordable housing space, and that's why we play in the affordable housing space. The data backs it now that the average spend is 250000 on a house. I don't make the data. This is right from the National Association of Realtors, ladies and gentlemen. So go to them. You can go to their website and you can verify all of this, all of this data I'm sharing with you. The average first-time homeowner puts down 7, 7% down payment on the purchase of a house of an average of 1,640 square feet. Uh, 37% of the first-time homeowners carry student debt with a typical balance of $30,000. This is important information if you're an investor, if you're a flipper and you want to understand who your market is, if you're a realtor and you want to understand who your buyers are. Another interesting piece of data that I, that I that I read this morning was that in 2022, 29% of first time of the buyers in the market are first time homeowners. In 2021, they were 34%. So we're seeing a slight decline there. And um, I also want to share this quick highlights here from this article and from the National Association of Realtors here. You guys can go to the NARS website and see this information for yourself is key highlights here. Existing home sales fell for the sixth consecutive month to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 4.8 million. Sales were down 5.9% from June and 20.2% from a year ago, guys. Sales are down, not prices, but just the volume of sales are down. This is telling us that the buyer pool is out. This is why you're no longer seeing the bidding wars and the frenzies and all of that. The medium existing home sale price climbed 10.8% from a year ago to 403,438. That's down 10,000. However, from last month's record high of 413. So 403 is is what it is. It's down 10,000 from last month. So meaning last month from June, because this is just giving us July's data. And the inventory of unsold existing homes rose to 1.3 million by the end of July or the equivalent of 3.3 months at a current monthly sales pace, guys. And there's a couple things here in this article that I want to point out to you. And um, that's the highlight of, of it. Existing home sales sagged for the six months straight in July, according to the National Association of Realtors, for four major U.S. region, for all four major U.S. region, recorded month over month and year-over-year sales decline. Total existing home sales, completed transactions that include single-family homes, townhomes, condominiums, co-op slips 5.9% from June. The ongoing sales decline reflects the impact of the mortgage rate P 
peak of 6% in early June. So it peaked in early June. Chief economist Lawrence Young, however, sales may soon stabilize since mortgage rates have fallen near 5%, thereby giving an additional boost to purchase power, purchasing power to home buyers. And here's what I the, the part that I really want to drive home for you guys. And here, here's where it says, we're witnessing a housing recession in terms of declining home sales and home building, Young added. However, it is not a recession in home prices. Inventory remains tight and prices continue to rise nationally with nearly 40% of homes still commanding the full list price, right? Properties typically remain on the market 14 days in July, the same in June and down from 17 days in July 2021. The 14 days in the market are the fewest since NAR began tracking it in May 2011. 82% of homes sold in July 2022 were on the market for less than a month. So weird time, guys, right? Because the average days in the market is still very low. There's still a lot of demand nationwide. The first time home buyers were responsible for 29% of sales in June and July. Here's where I read it. Uh, down from 30 in June and also in July 2021. NARS 2021 profile of home buyers and sellers released in late 2021 reported that the annual share of first time buyers was 34. So last year was 34% of first time home buyers. This year is only 29. All cash sales accounted for 24% of transactions in July, down from 25 in June, but up from 23% in July of 2021. Individual investors or second home buyers who make up Many cash sales purchased 14% of homes in July, down from 16 in June and 15 in July of 15% in July of 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a lot going on here in our market. It's a really weird time. I personally believe what I make of all of this is it's definitely turned into a buyer's market. And brace yourself for impact. I think we're going to see a, a much deeper decline in the market. I think there's going to be tremendous opportunities for those of us that are prepared, for those of us that are studying, for those of you that are watching this video and paying attention to what's really, really happening in the market. Those of you listening to this podcast and educating yourself and getting ready, cash is king, have some cash, be ready to take advantage of ethical opportunities coming up. There's going to be a lot of people that overpaid that are we're starting to we're going to see a decline in in the market like i mentioned earlier 30 percent of houses on the market in june experienced a decline and reduction in prices i think we're going to see a lot more of that especially as we go into the slower months in the winter where um typically historically it tends to slow down a little bit during those winter months for home buyers Anyways, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you guys for checking out this podcast. Please like and subscribe to the channel. Like us. Share this content with, with someone that might need to listen to this or might need this information to make better decisions. It's always about making data-driven decisions and not emotional decisions when it comes to investing, guys. Thank you for watching. Peace out. Love you guys. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.